Welcome to the Point After Show with Kyle Maurer, Marshall Heslaw, and Ian DeWitt. This is the show where the guys attempt to pick the winners of the weekly NFL games along with some healthy debate about current topics. Let's go. <laughs> oh, gosh. You guys. Guys. This might have been the worst weekend of football. <laughs> I think it was. Ever. <laughs> Here we are. Um, Forced to talk about it. I, that's... When we all showed up, I feel like that's what the attitude mood was. <laughs> no <laughs> one was like, no one was like, I'm so excited to talk. Let's pod. I got so much to say. It was just like, hey, you know, like, can you go to work? Can you believe that Iowa hired a new offensive coordinator who is a former Western Michigan head coach? It's ridiculous. I can't believe they did that. Yeah, right. That's the worst thing that anyway, happened. Anyway, we're really yeah. excited to it's be another here. Game. You know, going to work. Doing what we do because we care about our listeners. You know how I feel? I th- I think for the question of the day, let's talk the Olympics. Because oh, I haven't even brought questions of the day. Because I don't think anything happened in football this weekend. <laughs> that's like worth talking about. So. That's why I brought a bunch of conversation starters. Ooh, We could have more questions of the day. Well, give us yours, Ian, and then we'll okay. go to Kyle. Well, for what one. is your favorite Olympic event? And this could be winter or summer because Olympics are they're in Paris this year in summer. The return of Simone Biles. Everyone's talking Feelings. about it. So what's your what's your favorite? Are you a track guy, swim guy? Like I like NBA, so I watch basketball, basketball. in the in the Olympics. So I like that. Um I like seeing teams that like you normally wouldn't think are gonna play well against the USA team, but they've played together for years in the summer, so they play well, like right. Spain and sure. Argentina and teams like that. So, uh, oh, yeah. besides that, I pick swimming. Swimming's I fun. loved watching Phelps. There was something about it when oh, I was younger yeah. watching that. And, mm-hmm. like, I guess you could say, like, the 100-meter dash with Usain Bolt was pretty – that was, like, appointment television. Oh, 100%. totally. But yeah. I can't think of anybody, like, in this Olympics, besides Simone Biles, that I'd be yeah. like, that's I appointment remember, television. I don't – so it wasn't, like, our childhood watching Phelps. He was more like when we were young adults. Middle like, school for me. Middle school, middle high school. school. Wow. I was gonna say, I feel like I was like yeah, late was middle school or late. Sure. High well, you're really school. old. And wow, well, yeah. thanks. Right. I remember watching him in college. Yeah, I was in college. And I remember watching him like tear it up. And when he had, was it Tokyo when he went all? He broke the record. He got like sure. eight medals that I'm year. I'm not a great Olympic historian. Yeah, I can't I remember if it was Tokyo. That. I can tell you every Notre Dame quarterback well, last decade. There was London. London, he tore it up. Him and there was another guy. I can't Lochte? Lochte, yeah. Ryan Lochte. They were like tearing Historian it up. And here. then Ledecky. Oh, the that's female, a name I haven't heard in a while. She was also, but she's like the headliner for the swim teams now. Oh, is that true? Like, for the most part. Because okay. it used to be like, what, oh. What's yours, Ian? I like swim, but I think one Shot of put. the funnest things to watch, because I just don't ever get to watch it, is curling. Oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. Do you think you would it's ever go really do curling as like a date night, you and Claire? Oh, well, you need more than two people, but I would. That sounds like of a great. You would know that. It yeah. sounds well. No, you watch it, and there's three three I did, people involved. I haven't watched curling before. Is bowling an Olympic sport? I know. I don't know. I don't either. I but there aren't they talking about flag football? Oh, possibly. I thought there was in the works and because I think they skateboarding don't. Skateboarding is in now, right? That'd be sick. Isn't I'm pretty it? sure. I think skateboarding was I think there was something already. football adjacent that's like allegedly coming to the Olympics I soon. I think it's flag football because I don't think they're going to do full contact football. Right. 
Well, flag is starting that. to gain a lot of traction. I really want to see that one quarterback that get, became overweight when he left the NFL and uh, started playing like arena football and XFL and things like <laughs> and like uh, football like that be our Olympic quarterback. I really would like that. I'll look up his name. Yeah. Was that uh, Johnny Football? <laughs> <laughs> That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. What was yeah, his funny. last name? Manzel. Manzel. Oh, Johnny. Manziel. How about you, Kyle? What's your Olympic? And then give us your question. My Olympic sport, um, I don't know. Oh, uh, I think if you go Winter Olympics, like I love the extreme sports. You know, I can't. I always turn on the snowboarding. For sure, uh, that's pretty sick. That's and, fun one to watch. Oh yeah, Sean White back Sean in the day. White. Remember oh, this yeah. interview on CNN? Do you know what I'm talking about or no? He was being interviewed the night he won his first gold medal, and and the guy's like, uh, "Well, what'd you, you know?" How did you celebrate? He goes, man, we were up late having drinks last night. She goes, drinks? You're underage? She goes, Mountain Dew, baby. <laughs> I was like, I just loved like this redhead yelling, Mountain Dew, baby. Yeah. I think it's always so interesting when the Olympics come around because these are like these top-tier athletes you never really talk about, and then all of a sudden you know everything about them for like the month. You know they pay for their medals? You have to pay for your medal. Oh, speaking of medals, mm. did you hear about the Russian figure skater? No. So she, the last winter, That's the no. last Winter Olympics, she won gold for figure skating, mm-hmm. and it, she was there was a whole bunch. They gave her the medal, but she was under review because of she like blood doping. Oh. And it was confirmed, and like they, she had all of her medals revoked. Sheesh. And the wow. second, the silver second was, place gets gold. Yeah. So that was USA. Sick. By the way, to put a cap on my point earlier about that quarterback, now 500-pound former quarterback of the Giants, Jared Lorenzen. I thought you were going to say Eli Manning. (laughs) 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 Uh, I don't know. Uh, okay, do you got a good question for us over there, Kyle? We're um, digging I, through I, your question I, I boxes. I came, prepa- I came prepared. It's the blue one. We have the same one, but it's red. So I wonder oh, if the questions wow. are different. I think they are different, actually. I, I just brought this because, to be honest, I'm not particularly stoked about some of the football conversations. So I brought extra conversation starters so that people can talk <laughs> us, can listen to us talk about non-football things. Sick. Now, For the people that listen to our show that aren't football listeners, like this is good for them. Now I'm listening to, I mean, I'm reading these, and um, I hope it has right. occurred to me that these are couple questions. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love this. I, I was really hoping for that because I saw one do of you, them had yeah, something do to do with to, love. Oh, yes. Uh, what's the, no, I'm not oh. going to read that no, one. No, 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 you have to read it. Okay, what's the, what's the most unusual place we've made love? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like to be cared for when you're sick? Wait, we're not going to answer the first oh. question. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I love chicken noodle soup. Chicken noodle soup. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I think every man is dramatic when they're sick. Like, oh god, yeah. It's the worst. Like Claire would tell me, that I'm like, women are giant. sick and they have like a kid on their hip. They're making like dinner for the family. Everything's going on, and then like if I'm sick, it's like the end. Of I the mean, world. I don't have a wife and kids, but if I'm sick, it's like I don't even want to leave my house right. or my bed. Right. And it's like the worst thing in the world. Claire, when I'm feeling good, makes fun of me because she's like, you're kind of a baby when you're Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's fair. But to be fair to myself, I get some pretty nasty headaches occasionally. We can we can answer this one for each other. What oh. songs remind us of each other? Um, Beverly Hills by Weezer is Kyle's because he hates the song and hates when I say that I like Weezer Any, and bring that song Anytime I up. hear... Hamilton, I think of Kyle. Oh, nice. See, that's, a that's, sick a good, one. that's better. That's better. 
<laughs> yeah, certain Thanks. certain Hamilton songs I'll think of Marshall for sure and and Backstreet Boys uh, oh. when that comes on. I think for Ian, I always think of uh, "Let's Kick Out the Windows." Oh, yeah. Let's ride right. on the walls. The, right. the, the good old or uh, uh, old man. I loved hearing you sing that. That's old one of my... man, would you look at my life as a lot, lot? I can't yeah, remember the lyrics. I know, I know. It was very good. That, now that makes like me you. think of like Rattlin' Bog for you. Oh, oh yeah, this that was a popping oh, thing. Oh, the Rattlin' Bog. The kids were just singing that. Yeah, the other day. that was for, fun. For people who don't realize, Marshall used to tear that song up. With the band, I tore it up one day at John Paul's but wedding, and then was, was spoken. Glorious. Yeah, it was a uh, John Paul and I had this rattling bog, which is an Irish drinking song. And for his wedding, maybe three or four days before, so like right before we left to go to Muskegon, I was like, "We should practice this." He's like, "Seriously?" I'm like, "What if we do it for your wedding?" He's like, "Ah, okay, fine, we'll practice." All we right. never had any intention, and then the morning of, I was like. Let's sing this shit. And yeah. we rocked it. We rocked it so much. We had like yeah. four or five people after come up and say like, we really want you to play that at our wedding. And I was going to at first. And now it's like, I pulled out and told John Paul, I was like, that's a you gift. That's a gift <laughs> yeah. to you. I don't want to, you do that too many, for too many people, you'll lose your well, they do. We did that. We didn't even do that gig. No. It wasn't like a thing. No, but they we just, just like, you guys just went yeah, up yeah, there. And then that, yeah. I felt like that event propelled multiple wedding events after yeah, you guys I did johnny's did. you did paul's you did tommy's totally at least so. do anyway, you have a song for what about or, this uh, one ian uh i think certain m&m tracks or foo fighters will maybe Ooh, think foo of it yeah. but i mean ian's brought a lot of songs to the band so anything that like was in our repertoire okay ian used to come in and just like Play song after song on Spotify. This would be a great song. Boom. This would be a great song. Boom. And he would just keep playing all these songs that would be great for the band to do. And we never did them. <laughs> and they did Wagon Wheel. <laughs> no. No, I think of Andy Berkmeyer with that song. Oh, my gosh. Total. Hit answer us with our this, last one. Answer this one for the pod. So this the, the question is, what do you want said about us as a couple? But let's say to the listeners, what do you want said about us as podcast hosts? Those guys sure know how to argue with each other. Oh, yeah, the art of the argument. <laughs> I would like our listeners to say, I'm glad they answered my question. Because I think when people write in their questions, we take those seriously and we give them time. And we t they message me about the questions that we asked and our replies and kind of the conversation throughout the week from that. So I like that part. I like that. That's a good point, too. I, like, I want I like people that. to say it is not a waste to write in questions and content for that pod. Because they will use it, and they will respectfully uh, make the most of it. I think I That's just a good thing. like the affirmation of someone being like, hey, man, I, I always look forward to listening to your podcast. Yeah. It's just like a simple, like, I like that. I, like I agree. You guys are good. Yeah. I don't need a lot of praise. I think the next thing we have is our mailbag. And we are going to start with the one and only Kamish. Oh, okay, Kamish. Okay. Kamish just. Yeah, I know. I know. On. Give him some space. So, Kamish. You can do it. You can do it. Kamish, you've been talking this entire year about the 49ers. And by the way, Kyle sends us this like early in the day, and we're like, oh, yeah, sure, we can play it. I'm kidding. We want to play it, but we don't listen to it until we are in this studio. So, Ian, uh, Kyle, did you listen to it? No. no. Okay, we're all listening to it for the first time with you guys. So, on the count of three, here, we go. here is our Kamish. One, two. This is Adam Silver, a.k.a. The Commish, and this is The Commish Report. 
Wow, 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 and a solid abysmal first half in which the Niners' rushing D was as porous as a sponge. Seriously, you could have run a Mack truck through it. Even the diehards in attendance at Levi's had to be nauseous at halftime listening to Journeys belted out, Don't Stop Believing, while looking at the lopsided scoreboard. I mean, ugh. And then, of course, a second half for the ages. A break with a ball that bounced off Detroit defenders' grill that was expertly reeled in by Ayuk shifted the momentum, and a few critical fourth down stops and turnover ultimately led to the Niners' win. CMC and Debo with some tough yards, and Bosa finally on the stat sheets with a couple of sacks, but the night belonged to Purdy. The ultimate, quote, game manager, end quote, that can't play from behind did just that once again by leading his team back from 17 down. Clutch throws and even more impressively timed runs that stuck a dagger in the heart of the Lions and deflated every fan's mood in the state of Michigan. Uh, it wasn't pretty, and I'm not happy with the Wilkes scheming on the defensive side of the ball, but a win is a win. On to Vegas. Let's go Niners. This was the Commission Report. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And now one thing I will agree with him on is... Pretty did torch us pretty good in the second half. It you was think? pretty brutal. All right. But he did it with the legs. Well, okay. Hold, hold up. Hold up. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. So, I have a lot to say. I, we've we've all got a lot to say. But I'm, I want to I wanna address any any Chiefs fans. All right? Here in the I – like, I, I, I feel like Marshall's going to come out and give us a perspective here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you. Marshall – I want you to keep your head on straight. I'll grant you that Chiefs team is great. Oh, no. <laughs> but we've got an NFC super team full of steam, living the dream, bringing the cream of the crop. This team does not stop. Every player on the roster is at or near the top. It's the Bucks and Rams all over again. F them picks. They want a Super Bowl win. Have a little sympathy for that rapidly aging, defense-enraging, system-engaging, flat-brimmed, well-trimmed man who's been waging war for what feels like forever. If you can't win it all now, it's going to be never. Perennial competitors, the betters and better, make debtors, regretters, whenever go-getters, pick letters and cheddar against the two-lettered squad on a mission from God. The Chiefs are in trouble now and about to be downtrod. I dislike the Niners as much as the next guy, but I back him this time for the story. That's why. The Chiefs. Really? Must we do this again? Dynasties are boring. <laughs> Let someone else win. <laughs> I've had enough of KC. Oh, a small Midwest town. That's neat. How about a city whose identity isn't entirely based on me? I've visited both. <laughs> Give me the Bay any day. No disrespect. I drove through KC and almost missed it. Truth is, a lot of places in this country know how to smoke brisket. Back to football? Okay. This year, the biggest rating lift wasn't the play on the field, but the shots of T-Swift. Once upon a time, they were priority viewing. This season has been hard to figure out what they're doing. Credit them for somehow making it this far, but you're getting blown out by a rising star. So Mahomes is better and a little bit older, but no one's got a bigger chip on their shoulder than the one and only irrelevant man. Being more than just a puppet for Shanahan. Hope you're hungry, boys. He's cooking a tasty dish. Eat your heart out, Andy. This one's for the commish. Wow. Listen, the raps are back like chicken bacon ranch at Clavon's. The Chiefs are going to beat and bruise the Niners. They're going to need cover-up from Avon's. The quarterback discussion, let's not get it twisted. Mahomes is pretty good. Is there another quarterback? I must have missed it. 
Pacheco is not McCaffrey. I get it. That's obvious. But putting the reason that they'll win on a running back, that's a definition of sloppiness. We spent weeks talking about how running backs don't matter. Now, because it helps your point, you bring this stupid chatter. And tight ends, don't even get me started. My guy's the goat, the shit. Your guy hasn't even farted. All jokes aside, Kittle, yeah, that's cute. But the best thing you do is block. How about you go with the lineman in the shoot? In the defense, where to begin? Not only do we have Tranquil, Sneed, and Jones, but our guys devour the pigskin. Ten more turnovers this season than your so-called Pro Bowl roster disguised as a team. Let's for let's face it, if the Lions didn't SOL, we'd be calling among us because they'd be just a bunch of imposters. So go ahead, Shanahan. Let's see it again. We know you're gonna choke. Because with Andy Reid and T Swift United, there's only one way your season ends. Croak. Wow. <laughs> I didn't realize That's for us, guys. That's for us, listeners. Whoa! I know you're clapping at home. Whoa! I didn't. <laughs> I actually feel a little slighted here because that was clearly coordinated and no one told me. Uh, sorry. So we wanted actually, to surprise you. We did. We thought you'd like it. I didn't. I feel you didn't. Oh, I feel <laughs> left out. Oh my gosh! Oh, this is the exact opposite of what we wanted, Kyle. I know that sucks. I, I feel left feel out. I feel bad. Oh now. God, you're I good. Feel bad now. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just giving you guys a hard time. Let's just let's just do something for Marshall. <laughs> Leave him out. Okay. We're doing a podcast. No. We're doing steak dinner next week. Oh, Speaking of steak right. dinner, I won the pod pick'em, so I get a free steak from Ian and Kyle. That's right. That's okay. right. Super Let's excited, Tomahawk. Get ready. All right, let's officially start talking about these games if we have to. Because the Pistons game on Sunday. Yeah, didn't they win? Actually, that's truly they what literally was sacrificed. Stole the mojo. So. What did it cost you? Everything. Every, everything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about. Uh, the Lions game, because we have a couple questions I think that are going to prompt some of what you're going to say, Ian. So yeah. let's hear a little bit about what do you think? This is from Elliot Aceteo writes in, what do you think was more detrimental? The man Campbell going for fourth twice in the second half and failing both or the Gibbs fumble IU catch? Um, so, yeah, the clearly the conversation's been revolving around whether or not Campbell was too aggressive Here's the thing. You had, you were, what, 24 to 7 at the half? Correct. They come in. San Francisco gets the ball first. Mm. And they hold them to three. Mm. And then the Lions get the ball, and they actually drive all the way back down to the field. Right. The 28. And it's a fourth and two. If they convert that fourth down, they, you know, let's just kind of assume they probably would have got a touchdown out of that drive. They clearly were looking for one. Mm-hmm. And the way that they were running the ball at the, the, the half and on that drive clearly looked like they were going to get there. If they get a touchdown right there, I think they kill and they take all the sails out of the Niners. Yeah. And then that, oh man, that fucking Some catch. might say that touchdown at the end of, or what could have been going for fourth down on the, Inside the five at the first half, end of the first half, could have taken the sales out of them. Yeah. So, the, what's your take on like the going for it and this criticism yeah, that's been there, so Ian? I don't look. So when they have gone for it fourth and short within like the red zone, like down on the deep in enemy territory, they have a conversion rate of about seventy-five. I think it was like seventy-five or eighty percent. 
That's very That's good. That's very It's high. better than what their kicking it's percentage exactly. is. That's what they do. Their kicking percentage when 40 yards plus with Badgie was only around like 60%. So analytics, you would actually say they should have gone for it mm-hmm. because that was the better percentage play. And the, if you get that touchdown, the, oh, my God, you're, you're going to – you're not going to allow the Niners to get the momentum because what happened was they didn't get the fourth down. Sucks. The craziest fucking catch. As soon as that catch happened, I... For those that didn't know, IU catches it right off of what's-his-face. It was Viltford, something like that. Right off his face. Right off his face mask. Mm -hmm. Within the five. It was a crazy, crazy heads-up play by Ayuk. Like, absolutely absurd. Heads up. Get it. But... He catches it within the five. As soon as that happened, I was like, fuck. Like, that's the kind of play that gets a team, like, jazzed. It was so fucking lucky. That's obviously not to mention the fact that on that fourth and two play, Reynolds, right in the fucking bread basket. He should have had that. He should have caught that. I actually kind of want to. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, he should have caught that, right? Mm -hmm. And then they go down, they get that stupid catch, and then they get the touchdown, and then the fumble. It was that when they fumbled the ball, all momentum was gone. It was all on the Niners, and Kittle even said it back. I think it was Kittle. Someone on the Niners, it could have been Bosa. I don't remember. Someone on the Niners at the end of the game talked about, if you don't believe in momentum, you have no idea what you're fucking talking about. Yeah, It's a huge thing. The crowd got back into it. You could tell the Niners were getting back into it. You could tell the Lions were starting to be like, ah, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And it just, nothing was going their way. Yeah. I don't I don't even want to say it was same old Lions. It just was like some really unfortunate. It wasn't. I just like to throw that yeah, in there. After. It was just like some really unfortunate. It was th- three things. <laughs> it was yeah. a drop pass, an absurd catch, and then the fumble. And it was just those three plays. It was really two drop passes by Reynolds. Yes. Yeah, there was two because there was like a third and ten that could yeah. have kept the drive alive, potentially mm-hmm. could have got a touchdown, keep them in front. But, yeah, it, right. it was really. And the choice to run with seconds left and having to burn a timeout to, yeah. uh, and force so, an outside kick. And then, obviously, at the very end of the game, they run the ball instead of going for the pass. And oh, that was so, on third and goal. Yeah, you have to from the, the two. They got to use the timeout. So oh, that, that so might have that was a call that I could probably understand people being like frustrated on. But I, I don't know when you get down there, everyone's expecting the pass. It's like this weird three D chess game that goes down there, right? Definitely. Like, oh well, everyone's expecting the pass. Maybe we can get away with the run because our run game. I mean, Montgomery and Gibbs are both good running backs. It's not like they were trash. So. You're putting it in like one You're of right. your best playmakers. You're right. So I, so I can understand the thought, but it was obviously huge risk. But at that point, you're already down 10. There's only a minute left in the game. You're not even guaranteed to touch the ball after that drive anyways. Right. I You're kind of going all in. You're just kind of like, we just got to do something. I've kind of been of the mindset that if I'm down 10, I want the field goal quick because I want to know what I need to go do. Uh, maybe when they were, when they're that close though. I'm saying before they're that close. Oh, that's my opinion. That's see, just like my opinion as like a fan wishing my <laughs> yeah, team would do that. Saying. Take the three points quick. You're down seven. You can either three and out them, and you have a short amount of time to go the length of the field to get a touchdown, or win the game. Yeah, yeah. With the that's old tough. octopus. I'm not a fan of the critiques of the play calling. 
I think the that's a lazy take. I think it's lazy. And that's a lazy dumb. take it because really. what it's doing is it's not actually addressing what really happened. Was that there was the play calls were correct, the execution by the players is what actually faltered. Any of the play calls that are even being fussed about are really, if you truly understand what's going on and have any any clue, we're close to like a coin toss in terms of probabilities yeah. uh, of like of uh, like a positive impact or efficacy here when we consider the things that we talked about, the special team struggles that the Lions have had, their consistent ability to convert fourth downs, and all these other calls are highly defensible. I do not look at this game as one lost by a failure by from a coaching and scheming yeah. and uh, anything like like there were there were eight different moments in the second half that I think you could you could take one thing away and the Lions are probably still very much in this game. Yeah. Just one of them. We t- we already mentioned a bunch of them. There were even a couple more uh, where you know the Niners were able to make big plays or there were a frustrating penalty here or there or other things that it, it, like, it was so close. Like, yeah. just one little thing could have kept a Lions drive alive. Yeah. Um, or if they would have forced one punt from the Niners. Yeah. Just and very I, frustrating I wanna... the way they lose. Yeah. The way they lost. That totally. You said you wanted to lose the way the Bills lost when we asked this question a couple weeks ago. No, no, no. No, I know. Oh, you wanted well, to be blown out? I wanted to be blown out like okay. the Cowboys. I'm sorry. I misspoke uh, then. And I actually, <laughs> based on the way this played out, I definitely would have preferred that. Yeah, because yeah. being up twenty four to seven, I mean, every Lions fan wasn't going to vocalize it, but you're going into the half and you're like, "Oh my god, there's a chance!" Oh my god, like, holy crap! Oh my god, we're dogs in this mm-hmm. fight for sure. Like we are fifteen, like thirty minutes away from from the game. Did you find yourself just going, "Holy crap!" Just multiple times in the first half on those like conversions I mean, where I, like, did you think it four plays in they're up seven nothing? Yeah, that that first drive really that Jamison Williams oh, end around uh, was like I was like I've I never ever seen a Lions team do that this. first half. They just owned. I mean, that was the best. Like their offense was just firing on all centers. Now here's the thing. Yeah, uh, that I I don't want to just say like this was all just luck and that there was some bad plays by like the the Lions shot the bed. It was all Lions fault. Niners didn't do anything. Like they don't the Niners don't get back in that game without the way Purdy played. Purdy played amazing near the down the stretch. He took the runs when they gave them to him, and he made the plays. He made the throws that he was supposed to make. Mm. And so at the end of the day, while I feel, while I feel like the Lions definitely could have and maybe even should have won that game, the Niners made more plays than the Lions did at the end of it. That is tough because you got to give the Lions credit because they were very effective at limiting yeah. explosive plays in the game to uh, next to nothing. Yeah, they took away the receivers, and this is a talented receiver group. The biggest, the biggest play was that Ayuk catch. It really was. That was the, the only was like the only really big, chunk. big one. They had a lot of clutch conversions on, on third downs and so on, but like there was the only one big play that they gave up, and and it was thrown into the hands of a Lions defender. But and, the flag was picked up, by the way. I mean, catch or not, he was going to get flagged for pass interference. Like, let's know that too. Well, there was. What on Vildford? Yeah, they I, were. They had a flag. They picked up on that, and they. I thought that was a different play. No, no, they picked the flag. There up was on it. one play, and that you could have almost argued, and I, I'd have to go back and watch highlights because I don't know if it was that one or a different one. 
there was one you could almost argue offensive pass interference because the lion corner became the receiver and the yep i, I know what you're talking about there you broke up a pass that yeah was, there definitely could have been offensive pi they I, didn't call it and i then and that was one of those situations i'm like i i don't know if it was callable or not yeah. they were being pretty that's they were, for the most part, like letting the game play out. I agree with the ref take, but I will say, I don't think the commission's right on this one. Like, I don't think Purdy was anything special other than that he had three runs because they didn't think he could run. Like, okay, I mean, the line had said, a, go ahead and we'll let, sure, we'll, yeah. we're willing to expose ourselves to that threat sure. because we'll shut yeah. down the more explosive but, players. But he threw ducks and was bailed out. This play that you're talking about. Was a pick. And nine times out of ten, it was a pick. This one, it wasn't. Like, this offensive pass interference that wasn't called, that should have been a pick. They were, like, he was pedestrian. Mm. Like, don't don't get this twisted because... Did he not? Yeah, he did. He did throw it in the first half. Don't get it twisted, like, Kamish, because he won. He's a good quarterback now. And if you read a box score, you might think he had a decent game. But I don't think he was impressive. He was bailed out... Many times by fumbles, by miracle plays, and by just, I'll say it, bad luck on some of these Lions' offensive plays that wouldn't have even given him the ball. Some of those, I saw flashes, and some you got to credit for like uh, that get out of the flash is different than he's played well. (laughs) Like, (laughs) those are different. Kirk Cousins has flashes in every game, he doesn't play well every game. I I could say this about Josh Dobbs had flashes. Is he a great quarterback? I could say this about any you I can go down the list. I just think that's you talk about lazy. That's lazy. At the end of the day, all I know is it was a really tough game to watch at the end. Um We all least, felt bad. Kyle and I were texting about how your condition was. I Well, was, I, honestly, I did. I put my phone on do not disturb and I didn't look at it until the next day. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't. I I was very depressed. I stood so, the entire game pacing throughout the living room oh, until I, my wife forced me to sit. I didn't sit at all, and Claire didn't even try to stop me. <laughs> I, I was very unhappy. I had time. a hard time. My mind. This was like reality. I had a very hard time going to sleep that night. <laughs> it was just like constantly bouncing in my head. I know. And then the next day at school, oh, my gosh. You probably mood, hated everybody. Well, no, the mood in general was really down. You could tell. I think there was a lot of people who were really bummed out about For that sure. game. Yeah, it was. So, um, yeah. Can I ask you a couple Lions questions moving forward? Yeah. Ben yeah, Johnson, yeah, like offensive that. coordinator, staying with the Lions now. Uh, Dan Brooks writes in, how important is Ben Johnson staying to Detroit's success for the future? I think it's huge because this is what really brought me down. First off, I think it needs to Reports be said. Reports that he was going to Washington. Yeah. There was already reports he was going to go to Washington. So the feeling was, like, first off, I think I feel like it must be said, dis- despite how disappointing this game was and how sad it was, the Lions season was a dream. Like First NFC, time in your life it's been meaningful football. NFC championship game, If I don't think, no, I don't think nobody was putting them in that game. Nobody. Mm-mm. Even when the playoffs started, they weren't putting them in that game. So the fact that the Lions got there and actually put up a pretty good fight, like despite how it ended, they gave the Niners a run for their money there. They could have gone to the Super Bowl. That's a dream. And that, to me, 
it got to a point where I started realizing this might be the like the shot that you take because you're going to lose Ben Johnson next year. That was the thought. And so when they now lost Stan. not so when they lost as that was what fueled a lot of like just deep seated like oh my god yeah like we're gonna lose our offense like don't you think people would jump at the opportunity to coach that offense but so here's why Ben Johnson being back is the best possible outcome sure is because it keeps your offense that was so good this year intact a lot of those guys are on rookie deals still I think the only O lines that are up are Glasgow and Jonah Jackson, both who have already said they want to come back. You have Gibbs and Montgomery locked in. Technically, Goff is in for at least one more year. They're going to extend him. You have St. Brown. You have um, Laporta. All of those guys, rookie deals. That uh, Panay, all, they're all coming back. That offense is going to be back next year, and it has the opportunity now to be even better because they have now like three years in, it's not a lot of places get three years with an OC that is that successful. Well, OC and DC who are successful. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, So the fact that we're getting all of the coaching staff back, that's a big deal. Yeah. It, what, it is. It's like it because it provides continuity within the team and it gives them like, you know, we have this consistency, yeah. right? Now, Dan Brooks also writes in: Will the Lions improve on their win total next year? I don't know if they'll improve on their win total. Twelve, but they 12 hit twelve. Their schedule next year is pretty difficult. They're gonna have a lot of hard games. They mm. got the Niners again. They got the Bears twice. They got the Bears. <laughs> Packers, watch out! They got oh, they got gosh. the they got the Niners in there again. They got the Rams in there. They got that whole division in yep. there. So the and then they have. I'll be curious how many primetime games they have this upcoming oh, year. I would not be shocked if they got a lot. So <laughs> near down the stretch, uh, Lions fans noticed this, but anytime they played a home game, they were wearing their their all blues, the blueberries. Yep. Because they, they, it's a thing mm-hmm. that they perform well in the blueberries. Oh. Okay. It's, it's like they got a really good track record in them. <laughs> so. Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Super Bowl a little bit more, but there was another game on Sunday. Let's talk about that a little bit. The Chiefs beat the Ravens. We have a couple questions that can kind of kick us off as to how we're feeling about this. And I'm going to let you just go into it, Kyle, okay? Tim DeWitt writes in, are these games, are these big games too much for Lamar? Seems like in the big games he falls apart. Eric Giannunzio writes, Lamar is what he is. Makes great plays that no one can make, but cannot make the easy ones that most can. Why do I have to answer this? Because I want to hear your take on it. You're the biggest Lamar defender. You can't walk into a podcast, say, I don't want to talk, and then sit there and not talk. That's why you're going to talk about it, Kyle. In in recent, recently. Let him talk. (laughs) I know. I'm just saying. He was asking why he has to talk about it. I was telling him. It's because I think you are the biggest Lamar defender right now. All right. If if I've got to do that, uh, let's. Do you want to defend Lamar right now? (laughs) Ah, like I'm. The Lamar takes are frustrating to me. And, and. In, in all honesty, like I, at the end of the day, I think I've come to be more of a Lamar defender than ever because he seems to me like one of the most unfairly criticized players that I've ever witnessed. It seems like people go out of their way to come up with uh, anti-Lamar takes more than anybody else. Maybe maybe Kirk Cousins catches a lot of that. Like people hate on him for 
Uh, it, I mean, Dak is the Cowboys quarterback. I mean, I think whoever's sitting in that That's in true. that seat is going to take That's a lot fair. of flack. Uh, oh. Uh, it, but oh. <laughs> it, Lamar just seems like a transcendent talent, one of the best of this generation. And uh, and the the jabs thrown in his direction are, are tend to be pretty weak. Look at Peyton Manning didn't win a Super Bowl until his eighth season. You know, he's one of the all-time greats. He got knocked out of the playoffs again and again and again and again. Uh, what's what's his legacy now? His legacy is perfectly strong. Like, Lamar is in the early stages of his career. He's won way more games than he's lost. He's Youngest person to have two MVPs. Highly. He he's, in he's a week or so. Performed at an extremely high level in so many big games. This season, we've seen him just absolutely dominate in a lot of big games. Basically, like every game that mattered, uh, except for this most recent one, he was the best player on the field and a tide turner for his team. And then we get into this championship game and the inevitable Chiefs with Spags and a great scheme. Spags. A Spags come, doing what he does. Like, I don't <laughs> In the playoffs, there is, there is shutting a... everybody down. I don't know. It's very impressive. It's yeah. disappointing to see Lamar forced to play that way. And there, I have a lot of questions about... The game plan? I was just going to say, there was a lot of criticism that they were going up against one of the worst running defenses in the league, and they only ran the ball 11 times. And Something six like of them were to running backs. Jamie writes in, Jamie Assal writes in, Chiefs ranked 22nd in defense against the run. Why would the Ravens move away from it? Lamar ran six times. The running backs ran six times. Wide receiver now, ran three times. There is a few things. We, I Lamar, don't know about that. Lamar yeah, did have the ability to take a run and he he didn't I don't know why he didn't he, do it he, he was half some a se- of those opportunities. he was a half a second late on a lot of I think that the pressure that they got really changed the pocket for him consistently which changed how he was going to step up in the pocket or even go for a run he was really a half a second late on a lot of his step ups in the pocket and what am I going to run not it was it was not the decisive Lamar that we saw in the season this year. You got to give credit to the chief secondary. His guys were covered. They had a lot of coverage. Lamar's guys were completely covered. Like the, when Ravens are in a pass only offense and it's very clear, Spags is just blanketing that entire uh, wide receiver group, which is not an elite receiver group. Like these are, there are some good receivers. Sean Rice, but but top 10 wide receiver this year. It, there's some good receiver play. Like, I would have loved Rice to see this game with Mark Andrews. Yeah, but I mean, I would have loved to see Mark Andrews in this game. Like, but Andrews and Likely basically had the same day. That's their backup. You know, he, he yeah, came yeah, back right, right, right. to come back and do the whole rehab oh, to come back and from his injury was, and was just as good as the backup. It got to a point, Lamar, I think, was, I think, I don't know, that throw, that pick, was it a pick when, yeah, no, it was a pick. Into triple threw, coverage into triple at coverage. the end? I why saw that I was like what it was just stuff? under that was an underthrown ball for sure. But I don't give a shit if that was underthrown. There's three Chiefs back there. But but the right. he had an angle. There was an angle there for him. I, I don't think it was likely. Super but. hard th- at the, that point. You're the you're on the brink of losing the game, and he's forcing it. And he's played a whole game with nobody open. Yeah, you're His down. Receivers 10. are not open the whole game. He's like, I'm down by a lot. The game is on the line. I have to force it into Wait, tight windows. How have have to. How haven't we talked about? 
the greatest karma situation of all oh time. Oh my god! I was waiting because I was actually gonna say the biggest. I wouldn't even blame Lamar for this game. I would blame Zay Flowers. Oh my god! Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he gets that catch. Tell us the situation. Break so, it down, Ian. I can't. I remember. I can't remember how big of a yardage of a catch I think it Zay was. Probably went like forty, fifty receiver. yards. He's yeah. a rookie. Rookie mistake. Played at Boston but College, got his ass kicked by Notre Dame a couple a times. Big, it was a big play. He gets tackled, and he gets up, and then immediately stands above the Chiefs player. Taunting him. Sneed, I think yep. it was. Yep. Taunting him. And I saw it, and I was and like. And spun the ball right on him. spun him. And I immediately was like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> And they immediately threw the flag. And I'm like, of course, you just negated. In a game you're fucking losing right now, mm-hmm. why are you doing that? It's like when Eckler did the first down when they were down 30 uh, to the yeah. Raiders. It just the stupidest fucking play. So then four plays later, he, he fumbles the ball. And guess who caused where? the fumble? Where? At the goal line. So that's it was important. one of those touchback mm-hmm. because it fumbled into the end zone. Oh. And, and I don't think that's a rule that should change, by the way. I think the end zone and that goal line... Those couple yards, that's a very valuable place. And you should not be like... I don't like, think anyone... Has anyone That's something that, that they're talking about in sure. the summer right, being right, right. discussed of, are they going to change that? I don't think they should. I think should. that's a stupid idea because if you change it. that is... I, I love the fact that it's a hu- an extra penalty, almost, for fumbling it's not that an ex- fucking close. It's like six penalties. Yeah. The other team gets the ball... It's past it where you were. All drive. It's yeah, brutal. all the way. Correct. But right. he so he fumbles the ball because he's trying to extend to get the touchdown from the guy who he just taunted over. And Sneed pops it right out. Boom. The guy oh. he just taunted. And then the Insane. funny thing, it was like basically three Zay Flower idiot moments in a row. So he does the taunting, then he fumbles it, and then in frustration he goes off and hits the bench and cuts his hand open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It yeah. was the most ridiculous series of events. It I've was ever seen. It, it was exactly what Kyle just said, rookie. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. It was just Come on. a rookie. Come on. Rookie being a rookie. So I don't you know, think I he's thought, gonna make those mistakes again. <laughs> uh, you can hope not. You hope not. Uh, I'm I'm gonna take the opposite side of a lot of you guys. I I'm excited about the Super Bowl. I'm gonna watch it. Uh, Tim DeWitt writes in lamest Super Bowl ever, won't even watch it. I expect nothing less from a Lions fan who finally lost a big game after winning a bunch of big games this year to say he's not going to watch a Super Bowl. That's like watching your ex go on a date with like somebody who's better looking than you and you have to watch it on TV. I wouldn't want to do that either. So can't blame you there, uh, Tim. I would, I'm going to be yep. watching the Super Bowl and eating snacks. So I'll watch it because I want to watch the Chiefs beat the Niners. How about because it's football and we have one football game left in the year? Yeah, I mean, I. And that's so, what I explained to my wife. Like, oh, I'm just I'm watching the last game because it's going to be seven more months yeah. before I get to watch football again. I will say, all emotion for that game like went fucking right out the window though. Normally, when the Super Bowl comes, and again, I'm not used to this experience. Correct. This is actually that a needs new to be acknowledged in this part. I will say this is a new experience for me. Normally, when the Super Bowl has come, I'm like, oh, like I, oh man, I, I can't wait. I hope these teams are in it, and then I'm like, I get excited about the Super Bowl because I'm like, oh, like these matchups are going to be good. This is the first one because of the situation. I was like, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Who I wins? feel the same way. I honestly I feel like I couldn't pick. I just two saw teams. this Super Bowl like two years ago or something. I couldn't pick a matchup that would bore me more. I think it was the least. I think there was even a poll about the least, like, like the least, like Super Bowl. They did who who wants the Chiefs and who wants the Niners, and only Chiefs people were from where the Chiefs are, 
and then they did who wants the Lions and who wants the Niners, and the only people, the only state that said they wanted the Niners was San Fr- or California. So now it's like who wants to watch the Super Bowl? Those two states. Yeah. The yeah. the uh, any other two teams in the NFL, I would probably be more. Interested yesterday in. he gave me a Super Bowl that I was like, I don't know if I would want that. You remember what you said? I I'm not even sure what I said. What I think did you said I say? Browns and. Uh, there was some other know, like Cowboys or some like teams that I historically have problems with or don't like. It could be whatever Steelers and Saints or something. It's something really irrelevant. Off teams the that wall. Are, every other team appearing there would be more interesting to me because I'm very invested in all the stories here. But Chiefs and Niners is not. These are not stories that I'm particularly fond of. I am. I'll say that I'm kind of pro super team. Uh, really? Pigs. Gosh. Yeah, I like that. I like it when a team does that. I I daydream about like, wow, gosh, what if the Lions actually did that? What if they seized their moment right here and like went all in? There's a and loaded up. There's a lot of talk that they like next year. Might... I don't think they will. Yeah, For some reason, teams never cousins. do this. For some reason, teams. I, I I don't understand why teams don't do it more because it seems to work. Uh, it worked for the Bucks, then it worked for the Rams, then it worked for uh, the Niners. And Both of those teams, well, though, that you just mentioned, and the Niners, all three of those teams, it's not like they went out and got those guys. Uh, they drafted them. A the, lot of those guys are like Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup. Those are like drafts. Yeah. I think Kyle's talking thing, about going all yeah, in by, with the one big I, piece over the top, which is Stafford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But, and then Brady for Well, they traded Tampa. for Jalen Ramsey. You know, they, they brought in more pieces. I'd say Tampa did more for their, like, super team than the, the Rams did. I guess they're, but I think that's just mincing, like, well, small parts. None of, of these it. teams were building from nothing. Like, you have to have something that's working, and then you say, like, okay, this is our moment. Let's, Let's push seize all the, the cheese. And go all in. Uh, I, I love that. I, so I, I respect that the Niners are doing it. I'm t- I don't like the Niners because they knock out my team all the time in the playoffs. Who's your it's team? Stupid. Um, but anyway, anyway, this is not an interesting matchup to me. I was really excited about seeing the Ravens in, in the Super Bowl. I thought that would have been so much more interesting. And now we've got to have this dumb, boring, repetitive, like, oh, does he just lose big games conversation? And yeah. the narrative is just, like, really childish what about just what i'm witnessing greatness for what mahomes is like i know this was actually why i actually part of me wants the chief the chiefs to win because mahomes is clearly the only quarterback right now in the league and probably for a long time i know where you're going that will rival what brady did and so i actually like the idea of us watching him do it and so I want him to win. I want him to get that back-to-back. Then you can have these seasons because he's, totally. not even, he's not even 30. And to get three rings, and he only needs four more? Dude, if he wins, he has four <laughs> wins Which in the is playoffs. Actually, it's and... kind of stupid that I just said he needs four more. But I feel like he could do it. Dude, if he wins, he has more wins currently than Peyton Manning did in the playoffs. Right now, he's currently tied with him. That's crazy to the think. Dude, He's been to nuts. six... Conference championships. He has only known conference championships. And this whole narrative of I can't win on the road is gone. He's undefeated on the road. He looked good on the road. Actually, technically he isn't because he lost to the Bucs at the Bucs, but that was a Super Bowl, so technically it was a neutral site, but it was technically at the Bucs. So never mind. Um, How many times do you guys think they're going to show Taylor Swift on the TV? Oh, God. 
That's oh, what be, if I put the over under at nine and a half? I was gonna say nine. There's gonna yeah, be. That, that's what I was. Gonna, holy crap! Yeah. Good job, Kyle. Anytime, anytime they score a touchdown or Travis, anytime Travis Kelsey has a big um, play, give me a number. Meanwhile, Travis Kelsey had like the best game ever last oh week. Oh my Look, god! They that literally catch. went into the they went into the game saying the matchup is him versus Kyle Hamilton, who is my favorite NFL player currently, Notre Dame safety. And he was a star recruit. He got molded by them, came to the, a great team like the Ravens, dropped, and here he is. And guess what? The dude was challenged by the greatest tight end of all time. I'm sorry, Gronk, but the, he will go down as the greatest tight end of all time. He will. He will. And on the first drive, they targeted him four times. He got four catches for 51 yards and a touchdown one-handed going into the corner of the end zone, 7 nothing to start the game after they three-and-outed the Ravens. He finished 11 of yeah. 11. Incredible he had game. Mahomes started 10 of 10 yeah. to start the game perfect in the first quarter. They, I mean, that was it against was the best defense in the league. A defense that we said beats the shit out of people. Not like, you know, oh, yeah, you know, they have good, you know, pass rushers that kind of change the game. Like, they were good on all levels. That, Their strength was tight ends, their strength was middle of the field, and they took it. That yep. game is yep. why people. Will always say, well, even when the Chiefs aren't looking great, that game is a perfect example of like, well, I don't know, it's Mahomes, so they might just do it. And it's funny because your your words just weeks ago, what's that? You literally was like, they're getting bounced in the first round. I guarantee it. Well, literally (laughs) said. I did feel that way. I did feel that way. Who did they play? I don't care. They got bounced in the first round. Those were Ian's words on this show. Miami. That was, we, was before that the, was, before we knew the matchup, but it, you were just that was oh uh, I think before they were. I think it was on Christmas Day when they struggled against the Raiders or yeah, Broncos. Yeah, 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 yeah. It probably was the Raiders ah. because Andy Reid came out and talked about how that. Ah, Andy Reid, I love that game, dude. He particularly talked about that game and said that was like a big totally. Change. Are they really at this point where like the regular season doesn't matter? I don't think that's the case. I don't think they're there yet. I don't it think feels they're there like yet. that. It nope. feels like it feels like they're a difference team in this in the postseason and well, the regular season is practice. Let's not forget end- Tony isn't here. <laughs> they benched him because they said he's had a a kid and his hip hurt. And then after the game, Tony goes on IG live and says, you know, basically cusses out the organization yeah. that I'm not hurt. They're lying. Everybody just didn't know how to tell him. <laughs> You were yeah. bad. You're the problem, buddy. <laughs> we have two other questions I want to hit before we move on. Um, okay. Jamie writes in, with MVS going from joke to hero this season, who are some of the players this year who have had the most impressive turnaround this season from last? Uh, let's see. Dak Prescott. He had a, a, a subpar struggle season last year, had the best of his career this year. The best season he's ever played. Not, not Can't even question that. Uh, Dak is a good answer for that. Let's see. Who else had a career year? I'm trying to. I like, think Baker Mayfield had a career year. Oh well, probably the best of his career. The, it was statistically his best year. The only reason why I have a heart. Well, I mean, you would tell. Yeah, he technically qualifies. I was gonna say he was on the Panthers or no Rams. Exactly. No one knows where he was. Right. <laughs> I have my answer, and it's kind of just succinct. It's Tua because he wasn't injured. Yeah. Like, that's a huge turnaround. 17 him. games. Next year is uh, his last year under contract, and are they going to pay him the money? They're probably going to give him a Daniel Jones esque contract that's, you know, 
weighed on one year and could be waived, but he has guaranteed money but won't hold against the – you know how the whole NFL – there really isn't a salary cap in the NFL because it really gets changed, and then they float money from one player into the next year, and that's fine. They can solve. And Oh, you can sign Aaron Donald yeah, for $400 million. Okay. Why don't we put Stafford in this conversation? He was injured. After a down year you know with who, a lot of injuries, he was I think it was forgotten. because he I, was injured this year. I, I think with him missing time, I was I kind of feel like I can't put him in there. This is really turning into like who's going to win comeback player of the year? No, because we have no, because we haven't said Flacco, and Flacco is going to win it. No, I was going to say Flacco. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I got you off. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Flacco. Now, this uh, that whole debate right now is really interesting though, because there's a lot of people who are like, well, I don't know. Baker played really well. And then there's a case for Demar Hamlin. For Demar Hamlin, of course, I, who did the I, fake punt. Yeah, yeah, and played like I think all year, like seven snaps. Yeah, uh, it, well, you know our take on that. We've already kind of gone over it. our last question. It's kind of an interesting one. I really want you guys to think each storyline of what you would pick, and I want you. To, I want to hear your ta- thoughts. Justin Matson writes in. I want you to swap individual starting players from both teams. Which one swap? makes the biggest splash in terms of competitive advantage. And sorry, you cannot select quarterback because everyone knows who is number one. His example is wide receiver two. You could switch Ayuk for MVS. That obviously gives Casey an instant booming upgrade. My pick, personally, trying to give you guys a little bit more time to think about in case you don't have one, mine is tight end. I think it's a no-brainer. I think Kittle's good, totally. Um, Kittle's a boom or bust kind of tight end. Uh, yeah, he blocked Aiden Hutchinson and pancaked him. Awesome. Cool. Like, that's great. Like, he's a good blocker. I love that. He's the at right. king. Awesome. Kelsey is the greatest tight end of all time. The gap between one and two there is seismic. And if you were to put Kelsey on the Niners, it'd be a different team. If you put Kittle on the Chiefs, the Chiefs would be a shell of themselves. There's a case if, for that. I think he's clearly got the edge. It's a great tight end to an elite tight end. But- yeah. I'm going Fred Warner. Ooh, that's a good Fred one. Fred Warner is one of the best linebackers in the game. So you're going to take out Drew Tranquil from the Chiefs, who's been <laughs> a pro bowler this year? Any of their linebackers. Fred Warner is is top tier. He's a he's a difference maker on that defense. And so I think he's the he's the kind of player that you could swap and make I would, a big difference for both defenses. The, I would stay within defense. And whoever the other interior lineman is, I would take Chris Jones and put him on the Niners. That D-line would be fucking scary. Yeah, they are struggling against the run. Uh, I think Chris Jones, Chris Jones would, would really – So think it defensive would turn everything tackle does not, does not match up. That's a big gap. You're My right. take for the 49ers and their defensive line uh, standard or whatever they're held up to, the level that people think they are, is they're a team that plays ahead a lot. When you play ahead, the other team's passing. When they're passing, defensive linemen play a whole lot differently. They pin the ears back. And I've said it, the joke about Chase Young is he's the greatest person at tackling the person who they thought had the ball. Like, Chase Young hasn't been great this year. Uh, He wasn't great when he got traded. He hasn't been elite since. Bosa has been pretty darn good. Mm. Uh, He's had a great season. But I don't know. I will say I don't think – your pick, again, was Fred Warner – I just think you're not giving enough credit to Drew Tranquil. I think he's been a difference maker on that team this year more than a lot of players. So You could easily also switch running backs. I think the Chiefs would. The just, difference between McCaffrey and Pacheco is pretty, pretty I think large. that that's as big as any of the others that we mentioned. Sure. Yeah. 
I can get behind that. Uh, we'll Debo get... with anyone else in the slot, too. But Debo's are their number one. So you would have to take Rice? Yeah, which Rice has been top ten cor- uh, wide receiver yeah. this year. I think I would still take Debo. Debo's an, a weapon, kind of more than yeah. a wide receiver, so you're probably right. But they play Rice in the backfield, too. They play like Rice on, right. you know, motion stuff let's move That's an to interesting our question I yeah like i really I thought that was a good one justin so i hope that we answered it well um let's move on to our weekly segments these ones are going to be a little bit shorter i'm going to go first the steve urkel award did i do that is josh reynolds yeah you did do that you dropped the passes that changed the game and here we are that's my weekly award <laughs> it does kyle hurt. you have something mildly interesting I, this is going to sound crazy i don't want to give you know those are pretty bad drops but we're not in that game without Reynolds. He had some really big snags for TDs in the playoffs. Oh, and he played yeah. uh, as the running back that got the big touchdown against the Rams. Like yeah. I'm in agreement, but he can't. Those are big drops. Oh, so you can't say that and then say they but. were. Some could say game changers. <laughs> they were. They were. Uh, Ian, do you want to go or Kyle? Yeah, you want to go? I'll do mine. Uh, blind rankings. I'm tired of talking about football. Okay? Oh. We're going to still stay within the football world. Oh. Okay. But, you know, just not football players. Hit me with it. Super Bowl is coming up. What do you think we're going to talk about Super Bowl foods. No. Halftime show. Yes. Oh. Let's rank. Great. Halftime shows. These are five halftime shows from, just for reference. Our lifetime. General modern era. Okay. So So no Prince, no Michael Jackson. Prince was modern era. That's true. That is true. Okay. Michael Jackson was not. And I debated on whether I would include him because he is like heralded as like one of the he was like one of the totally. first like He's the big originator. Ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did that during the f- Super Bowl. Yeah. They had did you the game watch? on Fox and on CBS at halftime they said Michael Jackson will be performing. 30 million people at the time changed their televisions to watch it. from one channel to the other to did watch you, it and then they had the halftime show the next year. Did you ever watch it as like, a kid? No, like just like watch videos yeah. of him doing it. The fa- it was a great halftime show. Mm. The best part is like the the start yep. where they just like pop up on Boop. the different like sides of the stadium, and then he pops up from the middle of the stadium and yep. stands there for like three minutes doing nothing. Nothing, <laughs> and everyone's going fucking wild. I loved it. Uh, yeah, so I love it. He is not on this list. Okay, legend. I tried to pick ones that you know hit us with our first one. All right, I'll hit you with the first one. Prince, because he was in the modern era, and he was one that I initially thought of. I was like, hell yeah, man. All right, I'm going number one. I'm going number two. Prince, uh, the claim to fame for that Super Bowl halftime show is that he sang Purple Rain while, while it, it rained. rained. Yeah. Oh, goosebumps. Absolutely. It was incredible. Pretty, pretty solid. Okay, hit me with the next. JT. Oh, it's Janet number one. Jackson. I knew it. I knew it. Number oh, one. Number two. JT for me. <laughs> The I boob. the boob. <laughs> it's uh, it's a legendary Nipplegate. The Nipplegate. Nipplegate. <laughs> I've ever heard that before. Yeah, yeah. Janet yeah. Jack. Oh yeah. We don't have to get into controversy on that whole situation. Okay. Hit uh, us with our third. Uh, the rappers: Snoop, Eminem, Dre, Fifty. Dang. Oh, Mary J. How did Bly. I forget about. That? I was, was surprised. I okay. was surprised you put Prince in number five one. for me. I'm five. putting it at number three. You didn't like them. I just didn't. Uh, I didn't appreciate. I didn't like it as much as everyone else did. Okay. I like them. I don't I like Eminem that much. I surprised by I'm it. not a big Eminem, Eminem guy. It would have been my number two. I would have put Prince at number one and them at number two. All right. Whatever. It's an unpopular opinion by me. Okay. 
You, left, can, you can have left them. shark, Katy Perry. Oh yeah, that was that was iconic. I'm going four for that I'm going one. Four. Uh, only because it got Colleen to wear that shark costume all the damn time <laughs> yeah, whenever we would like have uh, any event ever. I think for five, Kyle's going to be pretty happy. Okay. Marshall's going to be pretty sad. Uh, you're going to say Coldplay? No, Black Eyed Peas. I didn't even know they did one. You didn't even remember that one? I barely remember it. That speaks volumes for it already. Really? I put that on there because it was one of the worst halftime shows I think I've ever watched. Really? Oh, God. I love Black Eyed Peas, though. I love Where's the Love. That's, Fergie? like, one of my favorites. No, like, Fergie did not sound great. Fergalicious deficit. What? Fergali- Those are just the ones that I came up with. I purposely put Black Eyed Peas in uh, as a curveball. I'm telling but- you right here, right now, number one is going to be Usher. This Usher catalog <laughs> is going to be electric. Mm. Like, we're going to have, yeah, okay? Oh, yeah. Ka- Anthony is going to be dancing somewhere to that song. <laughs> I want to be where he is. Yeah. Um, And I'm ready for... I'm, it's going to be quiet. There's going to be a gap in a song, and all of a sudden you're going to hear, The Kind of Brother. <laughs> We're doing it my way, get my... Oh, my gosh. I'm so ready for some caught up. To be, oh, it's going to be think great. it's funny that we're doing Usher because some of the kids... Usher, baby. Some of like my students were like, who the hell is Usher? Oh, <laughs> good. This like, one's for me. I'm like, wow. really? Like, I didn't mind The weekend either. I thought The weekend was good. He So he yeah, was, was COVID right. year. Mm-hmm. He was the yeah. COVID year. So they actually... He had that cool music video during the middle of it. Yeah. So he had a weird one. That it was, was it was out one. there for sure. Right. Is there other right. ones that you like thought were pretty good? I don't know. Most Beyonce. Of the ones, Beyonce was great. Beyonce she was great. Play, like most of the ones that are a band Destiny playing Child. instruments are like not. Uh, they're pretty underwhelming. Like it, it usually has to be like a dancing pop star well, because it, anytime like Aerosmith didn't they do gets like Red there, Hot Chili Peppers or something? Yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah, they did. did. They? Yeah, yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers were out going going nuts up there, but I, I, they weren't the headliner. They were they shared oh, the stage. Okay, that's why I was like. I don't remember them being a headliner. There was one year that LMFAO came out and yeah. uh, and Big Boy. Oh, Gaga. And, yeah, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga was actually really good. She came, she came in. Gaga oh, came right. from the, the she, roof. Yeah. She did that crazy little, like, jig I like down the, Gaga the one. thing. Yeah. And everyone was oh. like, what the fuck was remember that? Remember when we watched with Father Brian, we watched Halo oh. and Shakira? Oh. <laughs> yes. By the way, <laughs> nothing <laughs> more inappropriate than watching Shakira and J-Lo. Shake their booty. Literally, like... Borderline pornography out there with a priest right next to you. Pretty, and we gotta great. say Rihanna was great last year. Oh, you're right. She I was, think she was. I think she was great. Just okay. She, Bay. Mm. I mean, she was pregnant, so good for her. <laughs> you. That is the most misogynistic okay. thing you have said so far no, on our podcast. No, I just mean like you it was. You're getting canceled. Go ahead. Go ahead and get out of it. I just mean like that was. I what I mean is like it was impressive. For her to be like pregnant, like like not just a little bit, like oh okay, I understand. It was a lot. Like that's like takes a lot of effort, I imagine, Getting to be able to do that. It takes a little no, effort. That's not. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what you said. No, I said, I was saying I was impressed that for someone who was pregnant to do the Super Bowl halftime show and right. all the prep leading up to that was impressive. And she said she wasn't I actually heard in a recent article that she said she wasn't going to tell anyone she was pregnant but she couldn't zip her pants up all the way. <laughs> and that's Funny. why she had to she had to find a different pair of pants that wouldn't that would not I'm cover up her tummy. Kind of glad that she just leaned into it though because it would have looked awkward if she was literally just she literally the whole Okay, let, let's show. I'm going to save yeah, you and just yeah. move on. Right. What? I'm going to oh, save yeah. you. What? I'm saving you I on can, this one. Why? Kyle, do you have no, something? No, no, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. What? It's it. It's just not a good look where where we're heading on that. Oh, 
That's my I take. I feel like you're being a little too uh, intense about that, but okay, we can move on. Kyle, do you have anything mildly or moderately or somewhat or kind of interesting? Uh, the things that I was looking at uh, is a little bit Niner-centric uh, Super Bowl history <sighs> stuff. I'm uh, kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Young, know. Joe Montana, Jimmy G. You know, the the Niners, uh, as it happens, you know how many Super Bowl wins they have? I will guess it's a high number, like four. I'm going to say eight. Two. I think it's six. It's five. Uh, that's tied for I second. Thought, tied uh, for second most. I knew Montana had four. I couldn't remember if Young had one or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently he had. Uh, apparently he had one. Yeah. Apparently only one. Yeah, yeah, apparently five for the Niners in their in their history. You know how many the Chiefs have? You guys know? Four. So we got the two with Mahomes so far. They had. They didn't win. They had the, the first one, didn't they? No, no Green Bay. The Green Bay won them, but they were playing in the first one. Oh, okay, that's why I remember. Correct, that. correct. I think it's got to be like three or four. Yeah, they, they had three. They had three. three. So three Chiefs Super Bowls, five Niners Super Bowls. Uh, the Niners are tied for second most. Uh, and the the leaders, you guys know who the two the two leaders are who have six Steelers and Patriots. Correct, correct, correct. Yeah, good job, Ian. Who are the Niners side with? Who also has five Cowboys? Correct, correct. Yeah, Whoa. you guys, you guys know your stuff. You guys are really good at this. It's hard to stump you guys because you're just you're just, just like experts. It's literally what your entire segment has been this year. Just Ian and I looking at each other, going, <laughs> "What the fuck is he talking is it, about? Is it Dak?" And then it's like, <laughs> well, actually, you're talking about it's, it's actually Gus Ferrat, you moron. <laughs> it's Danny DeVito. And Donovan McNabb. <laughs> Donovan McNabb. Wow, do you remember the Donovan McNabb, like, Campbell Soup commercials? <laughs> With his mom? Yes. Of course. They're great. Yeah. Wow. Oh my Good shout out. Yeah. Oh, those were great. Those were great. He was, he was super fun. Uh, anyway, the, the Niners, uh, since then, since their last uh, Super Bowl victory, 24 years ago, in 1990. That was the last time they won a Super Bowl. Uh, 24 years ago in 1990? Yeah, that's correct. For the Niners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, I wonder yeah. what it's like. Only 24 years. No, it's 34. <laughs> I'm 30. No, no, no. Actually, uh, I'm sorry, 95 was okay. the last time that they... Uh, 95 was the last time they so won a Super Bowl. So 28 years from now. Wow. Uh, yeah, Still... So. Almost 30 years, and you haven't won a Super Bowl in that time. What a bunch of <laughs> bums. Jeez. you imagine me and a Fran, San Gosh. Fran fan? Wow. I Embarrassing. Know. Gosh. I know. I know. I, Having your worse. last name be a medal. I mean, it's worse the Cowboys haven't been to the NFC Championship game in that same amount of time frame. Though, Gosh. Too. So, the Lions wow. have more than them. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry sucks. Sorry. America's Since team. Then. Since they won their last Super Bowl. Oh, I forgot what we were talking about the Niners. <laughs> we were just talking shit and Kyle's like, <sighs> The Niners have won 51% of their games uh, since 1996. Whoa. 51%? Yeah, yeah. Not shabby. So they've got a great history. They had a run there where if you were a Niners fan, you were living uh, living high. I feel right like now. even now, the last, like the whole Shanahan era, you got to be feeling that way. Yeah. There, were about five, have, there was about uh, five to ten years before that was not great. And they've had a couple, like, decimated by injuries seasons. And the Harbaugh that, years really were bad. pretty They, pretty they good. were good. So they've, they've won a lot of games. They've been a competitive team. Uh, but th- since their last Super Bowl win, grand total, 51% of their games, which is less, which is a lower winning percentage than a lot of other teams. In fact, Philadelphia Eagles and the Indianapolis Colts are among the Denver Broncos, seasons. the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously the New England Patriots and the Pittsburgh Steelers, obviously. But also the Tennessee Titans have won more games 
in that span. Where does Minnesota? The Dallas Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings yeah. have all, and the New Orleans Saints all have won more. Uh, n- notably much more than the Niners in that span. It's been kind of a tough uh, couple decades for Niners fans, I think. Well, pushing on it, pushing on it, 1996 to 2024. And uh, uh, I think that it kind of surprised me. Uh, because I've looked at them as like a perennially competitive team ever since then. And they have had a lot of great... I, I even remember in the early 2000s, they had like some really strong rosters. Uh, yeah. There were times where they were... Yeah, they were lo- when T.O. was a, a, well, was a minor. Matt, totally. Matt, um, not Matt. Matt, what was that guy, the coach's name? Marchuk? No, not Marchuk. I'll look it up. Go ahead. Keep going, Kyle. He came over to the, uh, he came over to the Lions. Right, right, right. Their last, uh, you know, they won in 1990, 55 to 10 over the Denver Broncos. Uh, one of the bigger blowouts uh, in Super Bowl history. And in their 1995 clash with the Chargers, they won 49 to 26. And their last loss, their last loss in 2013, uh, they appeared in the Super Bowl. That was the Harbaugh Bowl, which I'm sure is going to come up uh, in, in some of the stories here, but... The Harbaugh Bowl finished thirty-four to thirty-one. Lost Ravens. power during the game. One of the craziest yeah, yeah, yeah. games that of all is time. The game. Wow. Because that after was the Alan Kaepernick, that was Be- the one. That was the one where they were the Niners were leading, smoking them, smoking them. Power outage, and then it all went downhill. It and all Flacco. totally. Flacco let go. Flacco became elite that night. Oh, that was Super Bowl history. That was right there. Yeah, the Niners have been. I was part really of tired the next day. Do you think it should be Super Bowl Saturday, by the way? I think it should or just be Super always Bowl be presidential Sunday, weekend. But they or should. Day weekend. It, it's to the point where I feel like it should just be a holiday the next day, which is kind of crazy. To I see. feel like it's too late every time. What? It's just I can't. It take starts it. at six thirty every time. That's that, not late at all. That goes to like eleven o'clock. Well, well, I don't want to stay up that late. Had, not really eleven. Last o'clock. night we got home at twelve thirty. I know it was really hard. Well, I think that was mildly interesting. You got anything to add on there, Kyle? No, uh, you guys know your football too much. Thank you. I'm not going to give you any questions about the other teams that have four Super Bowl victories or wow. Three Super Bowl well, let's move on to our picks. You know, we got we got our lock of the week, and uh, I'm picking the Chiefs as my lock and my upset. So I'm going to wow. get close to six points for this. I could win it all for me. You can do that. <laughs> I'm going to do the other. I'm going to pick the Niners as a lock and the Chiefs as an upset. Dang. <laughs> Do That's I, pretty good. Do I have to pick either of these teams? I'm picking Taylor Swift. Oh, T Swift to yeah. win. Lover. Are you really well, having the game, Kyle? Apparently, the, the "I Love You" came out. What? Oh yeah, it was oh. on. It was on the mic'd up. It's a little too soon. <gasps> Taylor, Tay Tay, and Trav uh, Trav were like, "I love Trav Trav." I love you, Taylor. <laughs> Marry me, Juliet. I think they're gonna get married. Wow. No. Okay, we need to move on. Oh. <laughs> Kyle, do you have your pick? I'm picking KC. He's got KC. Who do you got, I Kyle? Pick for, pick for what? Pick for the Super Bowl? Yeah. Who you like? No. Are we, are mustard we on pizza. Are we doing picks for the for the Pro Bowl? Kyle, who do you got? They don't even have. I got the uh, AFC. And <laughs> the skills competition. The skills okay, competition. You got San Francisco. That's pretty awesome. Okay. Well, anything else you guys want to share? thank you for listening to the show and I got something to confess to you guys 
We didn't have the commission report put in there. I forgot to push the button. <laughs> so for the people of you that at the end of the podcast that had 35, 40 seconds of uh, no sound on commission, I'm really sorry about that, Adam. I'm just realizing that as the uh, end of our podcast comes we up. We cut it in. We're going to try and cut, cut it. it in. We're going to try and cut it in right now, Adam. All right, so have a good rest of your day. Make sure you guys stay safe. And I hope that you're the people that watch the Super Bowl and don't say it's boring and I'm not watching it. You're still my favorite DeWitt, Tim, okay? Don't let anybody tell you different. Bye!